0: Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem!
1: I'm Nick. And I'm Zach.
0: Welcome to Feared a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world!
1: Hey, Zach, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I can't take you seriously drinking Miller Lite from a Christmas mug right now.
0: I hope you can see all... Okay, no one else can see this. This is just for you and me. It's a little humor time. Okay. That's what I call humor
1: time. Okay.
0: I want you to look at this snowman.
1: All right. He's pretty awesome. (laughs) He's a beefy guy. He's a
0: buff dude. Like, he clearly looks like a fat snowman. Yeah, he does. Like, he's a chubby dude. (laughs) Yeah. And he kind of just looks indifferent.
1: Yeah. Anyways. And it's September. And it is September. <laughs>
0: correct. Well, I did, yeah, that's, you know.
1: Hey. Hey, when in Rome. When in Rome. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right, Zach. Mm. I've got a tale to tell you. I bet you do. Do you like when I tell tales? Sometimes. That's right. That's a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes
1: either way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's about 50-50. Yeah,
0: 50-50, 50-50. Yeah, flip a fucking coin. Yep. All right, well. We'll see where the coin lands today. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, let's travel to the scorching hot fields, hot fields of an October day in Brazil. Uh, 1957. During the day, the temperature could be quite unbearable, but fields still need plowing. Yep. So if you were a young 1950s Brazilian farmer, a hypothetical question I'm sure people ask you a lot. Yeah. Hey, Zach, what if you were a 1950s Brazilian farmer?
1: Well, what month is it? It is October. Oh, well, then I'd be plowing fields probably. Yeah, that's exactly what you'd be doing. Okay. Yeah.
0: So again, if it's hot and you know you're a Brazilian farmer, what would you do in the situation? You, well, you, obviously, it's hot during the day. So when do you plow?
1: Nighttime. Exactly.
0: You take your tractor out at night when the air was cooler and you'd be less likely to be cooked alive. All That's right. Good plan. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. Again, a farmer.
1: Never been cooked alive, but it have been do. close a couple times. Oh, God,
0: man. I don't even want to think about that, being nope. cooked alive. A lot of thoughts. All right. Surely this is a routine thing that you do. No reason for anything exceptional to happen while you're plowing those fields at night, right? Just going to all your business. Right. Yeah. Doing your things. Just working. Working on your tractor. Yeah. Family tractor. Because you're young. We'll talk about how old you may or may not be later, but you're, you know, you're not in your teens, but you're not like above 25. So like your early 20s. All right. There I told
1: right. you. There I told you.
0: All right. So you're doing oh, some heavy plowing.
1: That's pretty easy to know down with that window you gave. Yeah, I did. I really <laughs> like, did.
0: I really did. Not in yeah. your teens. You're not know, above 25. There's no other <laughs> options. Like, there's like five years that could be. There's no other <laughs> options. And then I go early 20s. Yeah, that's what those are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Didn't even specify. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. We're having fun. That's it's what fine. happens. Yeah, it's okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, So you know again You're doing some heavy plowing Plowing away If you know what I mean Plow town Plow town I like that It's good And you look towards the sky
1: Oh what's up there Well you notice a star Yep There's a couple of them it looks like
0: Yeah well one's getting brighter Weird And soon it's getting quite bigger huh. You notice that it is shining red It's not a star color usually at night Ooh, Not typically Yeah not traditionally no And as it increases in size, you notice that it is coming closer to your position. And it's kind of in the shape of an egg. That's odd. Yeah. So mounted on it, again, when stars have things mounted on them, that's a problem. And they're getting closer. And they're getting closer, yeah. Uh, Mounted on this star is a red light. And its top half. Because, again, it's in the shape of an egg. The top half is, like, segregated. It's, like, spinning. It's like a spinning dome. Now, that's not good, you might think.
1: Mm, Don't like that. You might be
0: reconsidering your entire concept of, you know, is this an actual star? I think at this point you've decided.
1: That's probably not a star. It may not be Hmm. what you said,
0: what you may initially thought it was. yeah. So when you, wow, hello. When what you have decided is some kind of vessel, again, you made a choice. Begins to lower itself to the ground. It dispatches three landing gear-like legs, because again, we've established this is not a star. It's probably an airplane, though. It's some kind of an airplane. Correct. An egg-shaped airplane. Yes. Exactly. They just missed the runway. Yeah. You're you're gonna, you're gonna about to direct these people, human beings, away from this. Like, whoa, it's over there. You missed. This is, I got to plow these crops. You're getting in my, in my crops.
1: Yeah. Crop, Cropping it. Cropping quit, into my crops. Quit
0: cropping into my crops. Yeah. You cropper. Get out of here.
1: Mm-hmm. that's what that is
0: sure yeah okay whatever it is now anyway yeah sure when somebody goes into your crops when you don't want them to they're a cropper okay okay whatever hear okay. it listen to it forget about it wasn't said all right okay so anyways out. yeah okay it's fine <laughs> so you jump back onto your vehicle whoops spoiler tractor yeah your vehicle's a tractor yep but like you're not on it right now no because so you, you see a this leak. thing coming yeah you're doing your th- whatever you're doing and you figure it's time to move, so you get your ass out of there, you hop back on your vehicle, and you start to accelerate away. But as soon as you begin this process, it inexplicably dies, Oh. leaving you stranded and exposed. Alright, so, the tractor's not moving, but you better move. So you hop off your tractor and sprint away, only to have your objective escape thwarted again when an approximately five-foot-tall humanoid snatches you. Don't touch me. <laughs> I hope you say it just like that. Yeah. Hey, don't touch me. No touching. Hey, no touching here. You notice it's sporting gray coveralls and a helmet. Hmm. You can make out its peering eyes, which are quaint and blue. It's, again, sort of tiny. Okay. And the only part of it you can see. It's yelping and barking, which you gather is probably its language. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Don't what is speak that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. What is it saying? Who cares? Mechanic biker creature has you, and you aren't going anywhere. Oof. All right. You struggle. Yep. But three more of his or her buddies tag in. Oh, well, that's not cool. And you are muscled into their egg-like craft.
1: For dinner?
0: Well, that's not a great start. For dinner? I mean, something's on the menu, maybe. Uh-oh. Not too long after your arrival in their ship, you are removed of from your clothes and lathered up with some mysterious gel.
1: This is going good.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair response. It's like
1: It could be like, worse. Like I, okay,
0: like, like just, let's, okay, we're waiting to see how this goes. Yeah.
1: I'm still alive. Riding this gonna keep on riding this out. Not panicking yet. No panicking. But writing is
0: on your mind. Which, speaking of, what do you think? Where do you think this is headed? What do you think is about to happen to you if you're in this situation?
1: Something's gonna go up my butt.
0: Well, you find yourself in a bizarre, semi-circular room, adorned with red symbols, above its entranceway. Okay. What might they say? Stop. Who cares? You're naked. Okay. And probably in shock. I mean, what is that gel doing to you? I don't know. I mean, either. But. You are very much not alone. You try to take in as much information as you can, making a conscious effort to commit these hieroglyphics to memory, and the rare off chance that you survive whatever is coming and need to share this madness with anyone who will listen. Blood is taken from your chin.
1: From my chin? Your chin. Again. It's a weird spot to draw blood. I agree completely.
0: Oh, is this, this is all skin? Yeah, but, get, that's got to get the blood from there. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're going to jab the needle in real far? Oh, oh God, God nope, stop. that was okay. bone. <laughs> real quick. I got like yeah. a six inch needle that goes in like six millimeters. It's like this squirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, not all squirt, right. but
0: the reverse, reverse squirt. How do you feel about the reverse squirt? It's when you take, anyways. Yep. That's what happens. Cool. So, anyways, you're then corralled into a third room. I don't like being corralled into yeah, anything. Well, well, you got corralled, man. <laughs> They, they shimmy on in there. Hmm. Then your hosts leave you for maybe a half hour, an hour. It's right around in Just between. naked that. and
1: covered in gel. Naked,
0: covered in gel. Well, some sickness-inducing gas is pumped into the room. That's not good. Makes you feel, again, pretty terrible. Yeah. It's
1: not good to be naked, covered in gel, gas filling the room. No, this is quickly becoming not my favorite Work night.
0: Yeah, a couple of day, a couple <laughs> hours ago, you were just on your tractor,
1: yeah, just plowing the crops. my own business. Doing some heavy plowing. Going to Plowtown. Going to Plowtown, exactly, as you do.
0: Right. So, what are. You start to think maybe. What are they getting ready to do to you? To me? What do we do? What are they.
1: Okay. They haven't hurt me. Really. They took my blood. I didn't like it. That yeah, was a weird choice, the chin, but, yeah, but again, but, fine. You know, you do you,
0: you know. What are they getting ready to do to you?
1: Hmm. Still kind of nervous why I'm naked.
0: Because you definitely feel like all this is a building to something. And then, there she was. don't oh, know. Per- perhaps just <laughs> under... <laughs> Going to Plowtown? <laughs> all roads lead to Plowtown. Oh, Jesus. Under <laughs> <laughs> just under five feet tall with a small pointed chin and large eyes. They stare at you, and you make notes of their shape and color, again, taking in as much information as you could. If this turned out to not be your final days on Earth...
1: Am I even on Earth at this point? Were you still on
0: Earth? (laughs) Who knows? Anyways, her eyes were blue and cat-like. Atop her head hung long, platinum blonde hair. Her pubic hair and underarm hair... Were bright red. Interesting. She may have, in fact, been an alien. Yeah. And you thought she was a hottie. Nice. Okay, well, maybe not you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not you, you. Okay. Okay. These details are from the alien abduction encounter reported by Antonio. Velas Boas, who was twenty three at the time again early twenties, when he <laughs> was <laughs> yeah when he was plowing fields on his family's tractor near sao Francisco de Salas on october sixteenth San francisco nineteen fifty seven no, say sao not San, so Portuguese Brazil, but yeah, still the same same guy, hey, he gets around, what can you do, yeah and Antonio stared at this humanoid as she approached him. So we're back in the story, by the way. But oh, like, yeah. You know, you don't have Jump to back
1: in there. You don't
0: have to live this part of the story unless you <laughs> want, unless you want to. No, I'm good. You sure you don't want to pretend this is you and the parts that are coming? I can. All right. Okay. Zach stared at this humanoid as she approached him. That's. I won't go. How could he not? Okay. After uh, all, she was quite the looker. Yep. Shortly, the deed would begin, and okay. Tony, and the being, would have intimate relations, maybe more than once. During the act, she did not dispense any kisses, oh. but instead, <laughs> kind of
1: was he upset about that? He's kind of disappointed
0: about it. That's yeah. what it sounded like. So, like, there's an obsession with the chin. So she was like, n- like nipping or like licking or like kind of maybe even biting. Drawing nib- blood? Yeah, no, no blood here. No blood here. Um, but again, a lot of chin play here. Okay. Afterwards, his potentially extraterrestrial consort gestured toward her belly. As if to say, job well done, and extended her fingers toward the sky.
1: Like, in a thumbs up gesture? Could have been. That's what I'm imagining. It should. <laughs> she points it's at her like, belly, and then she's double thumbs up. Like, oh. Gestures to the sky. Boom. Thumbs hey, up. Thumbs up, baby. Good job, dude.
0: Yeah, hey, well done. Man, was, he's like, that was a good time. He's yeah. like, I didn't choose to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about yeah, this. It's like, ah, well, like, you know. <laughs> Went in Rome. He noticed relief wash over <laughs> <laughs> relief wash over her face, as if the entire ordeal was nothing more than an obligation to her, which made Tony mad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Which, after all that has gone on, that's what makes you angry? Yeah. I mean, like, what was she supposed to do? Like, take him through a dinner? Yeah. First, see a movie? She could have
1: bought me a drink. Yeah, she could have so bought me a drink. So they just covered me in this lube
0: yeah, You me up and just go to town and show me a movie You
1: give me a thumbs up afterwards yeah what am i some sort of
0: stud or yeah, something it's, i mean right what am i used for again Jeez. you just harvest my dna impreg- i have some dignity impregnate yourself we can't even go mini golfing yeah we shop at the mall
1: yeah no sure yeah <laughs> right like we can't do anything yeah no wouldn't hold hands Mm-mm. no she gave me a thumbs up a slap on the back and said good job kid way to go way to play good game Good, game. Good game. <laughs> game.
0: Anyways, after his captors <laughs> treated him more like a guest by giving him his clothes back and showing him around the ship. Here so it's like, after all this, it's like, you know, let's, let's take the tour. Yeah. And he's then, you know, maybe that. that was,
1: we expected it to be a little longer, but here, we'll show you around. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh, yeah okay, man. We'll right, take it well.
1: back to your tractor. And we
0: we uh, You know, we have a lot of. Is
1: that why it's called a tractor beam?
0: We got a. Oh, <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know. I mean. we. Holy it crap. Is now.
1: Why else? Yeah, it is. I mean. It's not because it's attracting anything. It's because
0: he was it No, it's off a tractor. His tractor. He was taken off his tractor. Yeah. And it's a tractor beam because it, again, Tony, and again, I don't know if he liked being called Tony, but I'm just rolling with it. Sure. Tony was trying to document whatever he could do to prove to people this happened. That's fair. So when the <laughs> opportunity arose to steal a watch-like device, he took it. Hmm. But one of the creatures noticed and did not allow his thievery to be successful.
1: I thought it was going to turn into a uh, Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction thing there. Oh, God. Where that he's going to hide the watch up his ass. first
0: to avoid the aliens. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, I got this watch. And you know what? It came from the... Just imagine that same story, but like it's about aliens. is yeah. <laughs> the exact same story. I, I
1: had this watch up my ass. and
0: Before that, I fucked an alien. <laughs> what? It's funny that we think about Christopher Walken in that. That's very funny. Only because he has a... There's an alien abduction movie that you should watch. I think it's an Amazon Prime. We'll get into it maybe a little bit later. Cool. But it's it's worthwhile. It's it's I mean it's it's an alien encounter. It's and it was um we'll talk about it later. Sure. They shepherded him off their ton- again, Tony. They shepherded him off their vehicle, their egg shaped like device, and he watched it ascend back to the Evans. The Evans? Heavens. Sure. Sure. There's a bunch of Evans up there. Cool. Back to the Heavens. The time he made it back to his home, four hours had gone by. And that is the meat of the story. Now, what is intres- interesting about this story is that it took place before Betty and Barney Hill's story made UFO abduction details widespread. Good. Because again, there's like early 60s, wasn't it? 50s. It was Mid 50s? 56? Was it fifty six? Okay. Well, his was fifty seven. So they, they kept saying this was before. Right. I should Look up that date for me. Could be. Let me let's get that date so we because I mean that kind of matters in a way, like where we're at here, as far as the timeline goes. But of course, which I'll get into. Like nineteen sixty one. Okay. So I mean, this is before that, which is. But again, people don't know about it yet. Um. So yeah, it took place before Betty and Barney Hill's story made UFO abduction details widespread and famous. Again, they are the blueprint. Mm-hmm. But it's not to say that alien stories weren't circulating. The space age was here, and genre books and comic strips were rife with tales of invaders and interactions well, Roswell from the stars. In
1: the 50s, right? It did, yep.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's other stories from like the 40s and stuff, and mm-hmm. so it's we're getting there. in The foo fires, spa- mm-hmm. yeah, the space age stuff. Um, you know, sending stuff up into space. Russians, America. I think they had a conflict. I think it was pretty cold. There's that going on. Yeah. You know, from a Live Science article, quoting uh, Luis Gonzalez, a UFO expert and skeptic based in Argentina. Quote: In 1957, a Brazilian writer named Jao Martinez penned the first installment of a series titled "Flying Saucers: Terrible Mission" for the magazine O Crew Zero. I don't speak Portuguese. I apologize. Me neither. Okay, there he describes cases of people in isolated places attacked by small alien beings. Gonzalez told Life Mag uh, told Life's Little Mysteries. quote, uh, Martins also asked his readers to write him with their own experiences. Among hundreds of responses, he selected one from a young one of a young farmer from Minas Gerais. With whom he exchanged several letters. So this is like penthouse letters about aliens. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> All right. He tells us stories like, "Have you, if you guys have ever, if you guys ever seen any aliens or been touched by an alien? I have. Or went mini golfing yeah. with an alien. Let me know. She treated me like a some sort of stud
1: though. I was really upset about it. What am I, just meat? Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah, treat me like, with respect. That was farming. Doing man stuff.
0: And then I get it pulled up here, and then a woman's calling the and shots. Tra- What's that
1: about? A tractor beam. Yeah, because it was targeting my tractor. <laughs> God, I hope,
0: I mean, can you imagine if that was the or I mean, it's not, but maybe. No, it is now.
1: It's it has our, to be. In our canon.
0: It has to be, because of course, again, the farmer, of course, was Antonio Villas-Boas. His abduction took place a day after he had read Martin's piece. Oh, Interesting. That's odd. Isn't that weird timing?
1: That is a little weird.
0: That's like reading Jurassic Park the next day you're attacked by dinosaurs. Fucked mm. up. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Who would have
0: thought? Luckily, I knew it to move. I knew what to do,
1: not move. Yeah, not move. Because the that's just not true anymore. Yeah, it,
0: it never was. It was a complete made up thing. Yep. Martins had Tony flown to Rio de Janeiro and examined by Dr. Olavo Fontes, and the two decided against publishing his
1: story after hearing it because it was too absurd yeah and you're still covered in this gel and it's definitely just ky jelly it's so. literally just like nothing it's just like yeah
0: we'll pick this up at the store
1: you still have the tube in your pocket <laughs> <Like. laughs> <laughs> no yeah you brought it with you no it's just no this is this is my own jelly you literally dropped two of them on your way in here too it's like well, i just got to be prepared there's a lot yeah, got Way be. too much. It was way, it was so much. But again,
0: they didn't report this story, but again, it did exist and experts knew about it. The report that they had done and the examinations and stuff of him were kind of, you know, floating around and stuff. But 1962, it had gotten the attention of, quote, self-described alien contactee, George Adamski and Walter uh, Walter Bueller of the Brazilian ufology group SBEDV. It didn't look up what that meant. Didn't really care. Doesn't matter. Yeah, The group who would produce a report of Boaz's story, which would eventually be released via Flying Saucer Review, a British subscription-only magazine, and then to a wider readership by Flying Saucer Occupants. I think that's what it, hopefully it's not a typo. In 1967. So it was like just a British so magazine.
1: we're just passing this around now. Right,
0: and then it gets released to a, a big audience, so then it gets out there. And again, this, again the years are now well into the 60s. Because after Marty and Betty Hill, people want more alien stories. They're into it. They want all the content they can get. Dude, this guy banged one. He's like, oh, my God. He's covered in jelly? Yeah. Like, why does this account talk about how hot she was? Yeah, why is he so upset about this? And then he's like, he's really offended that, like, she didn't treat him as a person. He was objectified. And, like, this is a weird, this is a therapy session? <laughs> yeah. Of course, once that story came out. We were off to the races. Hell yeah! In Boas's accounts, he mentioned seeing a bright light in the sky ten days prior, after a party at his house. Oh, also weird timing. Yeah, he saw a white light outside after opening a window because he was kind of hot. Again, it's Brazil. He opens it up, lets the cold. He sees the light after he's letting the cold air in, which freaked him out. He slammed the window shut, closed it, and went back to bed. But woke up hours later. Again, if it's after a party. Oh my God, that was scary. I'm going to sleep. Yeah time to wake up <laughs> yeah exactly so then he wakes up again and it's still there
1: oh so i like, back to sleep then he, no, he, yeah right
0: <laughs> he should have but he freaks out again it's, he's 23 he's at his you know they all live it's a family home he you know basically like bangs on his brother's door essentially wakes up his brother mm-hmm. and like you know goes and gets him to show his bro and it's like moving around now so and his brother's like oh my god and he's pretty astonished because he's like this is crazy Wow. then, then it kind of goes away and a few days later, they were plowing together. It's a weird way to say it after how we established plowing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not great anyways. Well, they, and again, they slept during the day and plowed at night. Ah, I can't say plow anymore um, because of the heat. I mean, I figured that would happen. It's probably a thing that was unavoidable. But then they saw it again. So they're out working. They both see it. But nothing happens that night. But of course, in the night when everything went down, Antonio was alone. Now... Do you want to hear some of his actual account?
1: Uh yeah. What Antonio Unless he's speaking Portuguese.
0: He is again it was I
1: don't speak that it
0: was translated into English. Good. So we got some got some quotes. Again, the account that when originally heard by someone asking readers to submit their alien abduction stories, so somebody who wants the info. A guy looking for these
1: things. I'm looking for these things. Nobody's he, ever sent me a
0: we need. To, I mean, honestly, we just gotta. Yeah. I guess broaden our our reach. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, again, the guy who thought this was too outrageous to release, and he wants these stories. He's like, man, that's a little much. Yeah, it's a little much, dude. Okay, come well, down. Do you want to hear a little much? Yes. Okay. All of them. These and these quotes, I can't. Um, these. Um, you know, I got Antonio's story from the book Architects of the Underworld, Unriddling Atlantis, Anomalies of Mars, and the Mystery of the Sphinx by Bruce Rux. A lot of topics Mm -hmm. being covered there, and I really need to read the entire book, because there's a lot going on there. There's a lot
1: happening right there.
0: All of them, the abductors, reported Boas, quote, wore a very tight-fitting siren suit made of soft, thick, unevenly striped gray material this garment reached right up to their necks where it was joined to a kind of helmet made of a gray material i don't know what it was that looked stiffer and was strengthened back and front by thin metal plates one of which was three-cornered at nose level their helmets hid everything except their eyes which were protected by two round glasses like the lenses in ordinary glasses through them the men looked at me and their eyes seemed to be much smaller than ours, though I believe that may have been the effect of the lenses. All of them had light colored eyes that looked blue to me, but this I cannot vouch for. Above their eyes, those helmets looked so tall that they corresponded to what the double of the size of a normal head would be. So they've got the enlarged, got like, giant heads, alien heads,
1: tiny baby eyes. Yes, exactly. Weird.
0: Probably there was something else hidden under those helmets, placed on top of their heads. I like the speculation here. But nothing could be seen from the outside. Right out, like they got a bunch of gears or gadgets in there, like equipment. I like I like the speculation we're making about what was going on inside those helmets. Right on top, from the middle of their heads, there sprouted three round silvery metal tubes. I can't tell whether they were made of metal or of rubber which were a little narrower than a common garden hose. The tubes, which were placed one in the middle and one on each side of their heads, were smooth and bent backward and downward toward the back. There they fitted into their clothes. How I cannot say, but one went down the center where the backbone is, and the other two, one of each side, fitted under the shoulders at about four inches from the armpits, nearly at the sides where the back begins. I didn't notice anything at all, no hump or lump to show where the tubes were attached, nor any box or contrivance hidden under their clothes. Now, when I was summing up the uh, hypothetical scenario you were living, I mentioned how he was trying to achieve as much detail and as possible. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was pretty detailed. That's a
0: lot of shit to get.
1: You know? Yeah, like I, I can picture it. So
0: and he lays it out pretty good, almost yeah. like he's writing a story. Hmm. Anyway, the, their sleeves were narrow. And tight-fitting, yeah, we're still talking about clothes right now. Again, we're going hard here. To the wrists, where they were followed by thick five-fingered gloves of the same color. that must have somewhat hindered their movements. As to this, I noticed that the men weren't able to double their fingers altogether so as to touch the palms of their hands with the tips of their fingers. The difficulty did not prevent them from catching me and holding me firmly, nor from later deftly manipulating the rubber tubes for extracting my blood. So I guess that's going on. Those mm-hmm. overalls must have been a kind of uniform, for all the members of the crew wore a red badge the size of a pineapple slice on their chests.
1: Specific, very okay. specific,
0: and sometimes the, it reflected a shiny light, not a light of its own, but reflections such as those given by the rear lights of a car, when another car lights up, you know, lights it up from behind. From this center badge, there came a strip of. Silvery material, and it might have been flattened metal, which joined onto a broad, tight-fitting claspless belt. The color of which I can't remember. No pocket could be seen anywhere, and I don't remember seeing any buttons either. The trousers were also tight-fitting over the buttocks, thighs, and legs. Oh, uh, form-fitted. Yeah, very form-fitted, looking good, maybe, mm-hmm. as there was not a wrinkle nor a crease to be seen. No underwear then either. Yeah, no underwear. No, yeah, seamless. If they're right, it's all one kind of. One kind of piece. There was no visible hem between the trousers and shoes, which were actually a continuation of the former. Now, again, the, the, the imple- impression he saw a lot. He's getting snatched up and taken away. And he's checking out. He's all seen of them. a lot of things. He's checking them all out. Correct. Being part of the self same garment, the soles of their shoes were different from ours. They were thick, about two or three inches thick, and a little turned up. Or arched up in front, so that the tips looked like those described in the fairy tales of old. Oh. They have elf shoes. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't know if that makes it more or less scary. Though the general appearance was that of a common tennis shoe. So imagine a tennis shoe, a sneaker with an elf tip at the front. Okay. From what I saw later, they must have fitted loosely, for they were larger than the feet they covered. In spite of this, the men's gait was free and easy, and their movements were swift indeed. Perhaps the closed siren suit they wore did interfere slightly with their movements because they kept walking very stiffly. They were all about my height, 1.64 meters tall in shoes, perhaps a little shorter because of those helmets, except for one of them, the one who had caught a hold of me out there, This one did not even reach my chin. All seemed strong, but not so strong that I had fought with them one at a time. He's a short man. Yeah, it's about five feet, right? It's like five feet, four inches. There you go. I should have been afraid of losing. I believe that in a free-for-all fight, I could face any single one of them on an equal base. So now we're flexing our muscles, saying like I could whip their asses if I was, you know, one-on-one conflict. Mm Mm-hmm. Boast. Oh, never mind. We're going to skip that part. But yeah, so he spent like three or five, he spent like five, well, three long paragraphs describing just how they looked.
1: Yeah, and their clothes.
0: Can you, and I also- I like am
1: reading Game of Thrones, but aliens.
0: Right, it's just like, hey, you know there's a story going on here, but we need to know what everybody is wearing down yeah, to the letter. What
1: are they dining on, too? Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is on the menu? Uh, probably Tony. Well- now, this account goes on to say, yeah, Tony, does Tony keep on talking? Yeah, because, like, yeah, there's I skipped this because, like, I'm not going to quote all of it, but I'm going to get some. I want to stress that point because I thought that was pretty ridiculous of, like, that's some detail, man. Some detail. Like, you're in it. Because this, the next, I read this next part of this next quote, and I just skipped it. It, goes, it starts the quote, the only furniture visible. I'm like, that's enough. I don't need to uh, get out of here, man.
1: It was a what?
0: Okay. <laughs> the only furniture visible Was an oddly shaped table mm-hmm. That stood at one side Of the room Surrounded by several Backless wheel chairs Something I like
1: was, I thought it was Going to be a couch
0: Oh yeah Something like bar stools So basically it's like a bar It's a table It's a raised table With maybe You know like bar stools Interesting enumerating about them, but not to you, which isn't going good, to
1: make good for good audio. No, Sure doesn't. Yeah,
0: stools were one legged narrowing toward the floor where they were either all right. fixed.
1: All right. Well, I don't I mean, even know about all the, furniture. this is
0: insane. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's why I was going to skip it. Yeah. <laughs> My God, man, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. And then quote, um, the, the, uh, the book says again, they weren't communicating in sounds like I mentioned earlier, quote, no resemblance, whatever to human speech. I can think of no attempt to describe those sounds so different were they from anything I have ever heard before. Those sounds still make me shiver when I think of them. It isn't even possible for me to reproduce them. My vocal organs are not made for it. The sounds, okay. Yeah, the sounds were compared, this is part of the book again, were compared to animal grunts. Quote, some longer, others shorter, sometimes containing several different, you know. No, it's at the same time, others Instead ending in a trauma. He could have attempted it. Exactly. Okay. I mean, it's just home improvement out with Tim Allen. Yeah, that's what uh. I mean. it's, You got it you now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Quote, they obviously couldn't understand me, but they stopped and stared at me as if trying to make me understand that they were being polite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm? <laughs> Besides, <laughs> <laughs> now I have a whole different idea of what these aliens might look like. This bunch of Tim Allen's. Besides though, they had to employ force. They never at any time hurt me badly. And they did not even tear yeah, my Because yeah, I could
1: totally take them.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, because they I couldn't,
1: couldn't they couldn't hurt me.
0: Nah, like I was they, you know, just, I had
1: it in control the entire time.
0: Actually, you know, I I, I let them do this. Yeah. <laughs> I allowed this to happen. Uh? oh my God. That's so good. <laughs> So they never hurt him badly, not even to tear my clothes, with the exception of my shirt, perhaps, which I believe had already been torn before. Well, yeah, I cause cannot cause be I sure. Flexed
1: before they took yeah. me. Out. Yeah, <laughs> <hard>.
0: <laughs> yeah, I Hoganed out.
1: I was trying to speak their language, and I was like, Ugh. "It's just so funny."
0: <laughs> like, why even mention that I could take them? What a what a waste of a thing to say. Well, I mean, he, he has to stress that he's a badass. Yeah, but total like, there's badass, three of them, but... so like. Oh. Quote. Now he I mentioned that door before with the, the markings on it. Yeah. Quote. Like scribbles of a kind entirely unknown to us. And then of course everything was smooth, it was all flush. All right. Craftsmanships. Exactly. Real nice. Now mm-hmm. what yeah. happened when he was what happened when he was inside this room finally? What? I don't know. I kinda told you. But like well, what okay. what was going on there? Well just His own words. Okay. She came in slowly. Um, Oh, this is turning into like a romance novel. I can't wait. Isn't it awesome? She came in slowly, unhurriedly, perhaps a little amused at the amazement she saw written on my face. I stared, open mouthed. What? (laughs) I I gotta get through this. She was beautiful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Though of a different type of beauty compared with that of the women I have known. Her hair was blonde. She's an alien. She is not (laughs) from Earth. That's true. It's a little different. Her hair was blonde, nearly white, like hair dyed in peroxide. It was smooth. Again, she's a platinum blonde. Mm -hmm. It was smooth, not very thick, with a part in the center. And she had big blue eyes. Rather longer than round, for they slanted outward, like those pencil-drawn girls made to look like Arabian princesses. Probably not a great way to phrase that. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that look as if they were slit. I told you, except that they were natural.
1: Okay, and again, he's talking about like makeup. It's like I don't know it's like because
0: well, like the the summaries that I had read again, which I put in the little um yeah, like cat-eyed, kind of you know upturn like.
1: Sure. I mean, I'm just... I know. I'm trying to put it in what it could possibly be. And all I can think of is, like, makeup.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Her nose was straight. Oh, well... Was straight. That... Well, he knocked her around. Oh, Oh, my... Is that where you were going with that? I thought you were just gonna... No. I thought you were just gonna switch things (laughs) up. I can beat up the girls, too. (laughs) Oh, jeez, man. I'm a real badass. (laughs) Yeah, I just hit them all. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Except that, because you mentioned the makeup, so I will, this is funny. Well, not funny, but I mean, you know, fun. Except that they were natural. There was no makeup. Oh, okay. Her nose was straight, not pointed, nor turned up, nor too big. I'm glad he's, like, judging her physique. The contour of her face was different, though, because she had very high prominent cheekbones. She's not from Earth. That made her face look very wide. Wider than that of an, uh, I think an Indian, uh, Indian native, like an Indian, like a, from the country of India, uh, native. Underneath her cheekbones, her face narrowed to a peak, so that all of a sudden it ended in a pointed chin. I've never said chin so much in a podcast before. Nope. Which gave the lower part of her face a very pointed look. Her lips were very thin, nearly invisible, in fact.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Her ears, which I only saw later. Which like Yikes, like, okay. Hyping the ears, huh? Yeah. And your guy were small and did not seem different from ordinary ears so now picture your alien with just like human ears oh but tiny but very tiny her high cheekbones gave, uh, gave one the impression that there was a broken bone somewhere underneath but as I discovered later he's hyping this up the later yeah they were soft and fleshy to the touch so they did not seem to be made of bone Her body was much more
1: beautiful than any I have ever seen before. That's got to be insulting to all his previous girlfriends or whatever. Just the human race. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Humans got nothing on this girl. It was slim. I mean, did you talk about a romance novel?
1: Yeah. Here we go. This is what it sounds
0: like. No. It was slim, and her breast stood up high and well separated. Her waistline was thin, her belly flat. Her hips well-developed, and her thighs were large. Her feet were small, her hands long and narrow. Her fingers and nails were normal. She was much shorter than I am. Her head, and I mean, he's like 5'4", so like, she's so a short individual. Her head only reaching my shoulder. Her skin was white, as that of our fair women here, and she was full of freckles on her arms. I thought they were blue. I didn't notice any perfume. Who asked? <laughs> yeah. Who honestly asked? <laughs> Can't believe she wasn't wearing perfume. Jeez! The same guy offended that like she didn't. I mean, we'll get to the parts that we were talking about. The same guy who's offended like they didn't go out to dinner or something. She didn't even wear any perfume. Joe, what the fuck? I, I just loved like we're answering questions. No one was wondering. Uh-huh. Do the alien have perfume? No. No one cares. Was she stinky? Yeah. Did she smell?
1: Mm. Not that I noticed. No. You know, and no. now that you mention it, I'm a little upset that she wasn't yeah. wearing perfume. Yeah, she just kind of
0: smelled normal. <laughs> yeah. She's an alien. Yeah, well,
1: as far as aliens
0: go, she smelled normal. Yeah, I wasn't offended by her smell. Let's put it that way. Except for a natural female odor. Oh, oh. <laughs> <What>? okay. <laughs> hey, if you want to tell me what a natural female odor is, email podcast at gmail.com because I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Another thing I noticed was the hair in her armpits were bright red. Nearly the color of blood. Got real like weird and like real creepy. Yep. All right. He's not done, by the way. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Quote. The woman came toward me in silence. Looking at me all the while as if she wanted something from me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: That's what she it's did as she approached. A, huh? and then she just speaks in grunts and growls.
0: <laughs> she spoke the language of oh God, he wasn't around back then. I can't even She spoke the language of Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Less,
1: oh, what, what less language cocaine you though.
0: God, what language does she speak? Toolman? <laughs> Toolman? Oh, my God. Hmm. I'm not familiar. Well, eventually she would, like, push herself against him. Because, I mean, you know.
1: Well, she's totally into him.
0: Clearly giving me, clearly giving me to understand. Why is it not letting me? There we go. Clearly uh, giving me to understand what her purpose was. And I began to get excited. Yeah, I bet. God damn
1: it. I mean, you've been hyping this. We kn- we know what you're getting excited about
0: the whole time. I ended up by forgetting everything and held the woman close to me, corresponding to her favors with greater ones of my own. Okay. <laughs> the, I just, just... like the idea of the 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 alien woman. Like now, she's like, "What am I in here?
1: Yeah. Like, what are we doing?" Who's that guy watching over the fence over there? <laughs>
0: All they wanted. And this is, to to your point, because like, okay, well, I'm just going to, yeah. Then the book goes on to say they had, you know, they had two interactions and they performed a, this is quoting just like the book section here, quote, a variety of acts together for about an hour. Okay. And then like she was done and then she left. And then she gave the thumbs up. Yeah, she's like. Good job. So, quote. All they wanted was a good stallion to improve their own stock. Oh, hello. That's what I said. That's exactly what you said.
1: I mean, that's also oh. like him trying to compliment himself, though. He's like, you know, I'm kind of a big deal.
0: The book goes on to say, or so was Boas's impression, though he wasn't complaining. <laughs> He's, this guy's hilarious. He's yeah. out of control. Mm-hmm. He had enjoyed the encounter from, from the you know, book writing night's his quotes. Even if the woman refused to kiss... He had, but then he, he even justifies it.
1: I like that he's so upset
0: about He's that. very upset. He's pissed. He ha- he had, after all, just thrown up. What? <laughs> I guess by being sick, you know, with the gas and stuff. Oh. Preferring to bite his chin. And even though he found her, quote, animal growls off-putting. Uh, uh, uh. So now he's like, you know what? Even though, like, I this was, like, not even great. Even though
1: she only spoke Toolman. Yeah, even though she spoke Toolman, I was, like, all about this. I'm trying to think of other noises that Tim Allen made in that show. and I'm uh, all I, can I mean, think it's, it's just a, like, it's just uh, like the
0: grunt and like the, huh? Uh, Which is, you that's know. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, because
1: you heard it, I mean. Because it's been like 20 years
0: since I watched that insane. show. It's just insane. I mean, <laughs> God, I can't remember the last time I saw that show. But it's, ins- mm. I mean, it's, it made me laugh because it's just, I mean, it's, it's a silly show. Like, mm-hmm. it's very direct. It doesn't fuck around. I mean, there's a man grunting with tools. It doesn't really fuck around. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's
1: true. Ah. Uh,
0: she never spoke, and then the book goes on to say, "When their time was up, one of the other figures entered and called out to the woman." Well, she never spoke, oh. but she
1: made grunting noises. Yeah, so Isn't she that was talk- speaking. Yeah, she was
0: talking. <laughs> yeah. "Quote." But before leaving, she pointed to her belly, and smilingly, as well as she could smile, pointed to her belly.
1: I did it already. Maybe she rubbed it like yeah, I'm she, hungry. Yeah, she, mm. yeah, she mm, yeah, f- could have. Yeah. Go for some spaghetti yeah, now. Mm-hmm. How's your guy's spaghetti she, here in Brazil? Yeah, how's
0: that, how's that look? Look pretty tasty. And smilingly, as well as she could smell, I pointed to the sky. Southward. Up. Oh. Well, it says southward, I, sh- I should that's say. That's a thumbs down then. Yeah, I don't. Then she went away. Which was <laughs> weird because like I, I found this excerpt from the book and I found a few summaries that I think some of these summaries are like, you know, spooling the same like internet. St- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because like a few things that I had read and in the Wikipedia does say like she rubbed her belly like you described, but uh-huh. this is clearly like pointing.
1: Like get in my belly. Yeah. Well, they. I mean,
0: he was, oh, God, he was in her. So that's great to know. Good. He was a little. Uh, the book. Okay. Yeah, he interpreted that. Um, after she went away, he interpreted that as the signs, as meaning to say that she intended to return, and take me with her, to wherever it was that she lived. What? How does he interpret that?
1: From her rubbing her belly and giving him a thumbs up. Right.
0: And so those are those those are the quotes. There's, cause that's that book just took segments. I could not for the life of me. That was as much as I could find from his actual report. I just wanted to read the whole thing, because Zach. What is he doing? He's writing a... St- I mean, this really happened to him. He would never make this up. Obviously. This is obviously true.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Well, over the years, people would want to interview Antonio once his story got out. Can't imagine why. But they wouldn't kiss him. Because, I mean... And he got
1: upset about
0: it. <laughs> he was not feeling good about it.
1: She wouldn't kiss me. I just feel used. They just want to interview me. They won't kiss me. <laughs>
0: And then one interviewer just nibbled on my chin. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. I got lips. Then he rubbed his belly so and said, said mm, mm, spaghetti. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
1: I feel, I feel used.
0: And, like, he's hyping up how cool and tough he is. He could beat them all up. Obviously, they'd want to fuck him.
1: Obviously. Obviously. I want to right now. I mean, he seems very charismatic. I can't stop thinking this about 23 him. This 23-year-old driving
0: around in his family's tractor.
1: Man. Just lubed up. Just
0: totally lubed up. They lubed him down. Got him real slick. Slick Tony over here.
1: Hmm. Slick Tony. <sighs> slick
0: Tony. Now, again those reporters, I mean, many other writers, they would focus, I mean, they want, they would focus on every fantastical detail to chisel away at the account in order to decide if it had, in fact, actually happened. Now, the Live Science article that I had quoted from before goes on to say, quote, uh, Kentaro Mori, a paranormal investigator who blogs at Forgetto Mori, it's his name, it mixed together, it's a cool thing. Sure. Quote, if you read Vilas Boas' account, you might notice the advanced aliens, which I couldn't find this quote. Again, I wish I could just find the meat. I tried real hard because if he writes about, he wrote about her separated breasts and how thick her lips were. Thin. They were thin. They were not thick. <laughs> yeah. The thinness was thin. Yeah. Right. So can you, so I guess he talked about um, that the aliens used um, rope ladders. Can you imagine if he's detailing rope ladders, how much like you said, Game of Thrones, token. I'm gonna tell you this whole I'm gonna describe this entire room to you before I get to the alien sex.
1: Yeah. The setup, what was on the table, everything. Oh, and by the way, this is when I had alien sex. <laughs>
0: Of the entire planet. They picked me as the best specimen of the human race. Just peak and just performance to come right here. Get me. They mm-hmm. saw me. They saw my hand. They heavy saw equipment.
1: how I was dealing with that tractor.
0: Well, yeah, they saw how good I am in plowtown. Yeah, when I'm doing this, when I'm putting this many miles into Plowtown. Yeah, plowing. Yeah, she wanted to come visit Plowtown. Yep. <sighs> I just had to take a moment, sorry. Yep. Because right. mm-hmm. the blogger goes on to say, in. Very adorable detail. Again, Moore wrote in an email, uh, you know, from the quote. Uh, moreover, uh, quote, villas Boas's original sketch of, sketch of the alien spaceship with three legs looks remarkably like the drawings of a Sputnik 1, often depicted with three of its four antennas showing.
1: Cool. I know what that looks like. Absolutely. The
0: Sputnik surely was a talk of the time in 1957 uh, when Villas-Boas was supposedly abducted or imagined his story. Well, nobody's saying that. Yeah, that's intense, right? Yeah, who would even dream of accusing him of making it all up? Uh, Villas Boas was a farmer, but not a common one, quote. Moore wrote, quote, He wrote on, he went on to become a lawyer. He reportedly created himself models of the spaceship he saw, two indications he was a cultured and creative person, contrary to many E.T. proponents who like to suggest he was simply an ignorant, stupid peasant who wouldn't invent such a story. So first it started off, like, he's just uh, some ignorant, like, you know, field hand. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Why would he make this up? And then once he, but once, I mean, because he went on to become a lawyer and do, you know what I mean? Because um, another thing I read is, like, his family owned a tractor, which meant they were of higher means than other farmers in the area. Like, it was like a, a decent or middle class or wealthy farm family okay. you know what i mean and then so then when he became a lawyer first he was too dumb to make up the story then he was too sophisticated to lie so either way
1: so it's to totally the fun- true
0: that it's totally true no one should ever doubt anything His he he is uh he is saying
1: i mean I'm, again, I'm not necessarily doubting him i'm just saying i didn't need to know about your romance novel like be like yeah well hmm.
0: He thought she was beautiful.
1: Yeah, he was totally into it. I mean... She wasn't, though. She was just like... She's uh, this is, this is like, uh, like
0: you know, I'm on the clock. Yeah. This is my duty for my race, yep. I suppose. So yeah, he would go on to be a lawyer. He passed away in 1991 uh, um, and have a family with four kids. And he, he never, you know, he always stuck by his guns, it seemed... So what do we make of this? I mean, the man had a good career and he didn't turn his whole life into like a UFO obsession. That was like his story. So like, I guess if he was asked about it, he would tell it, but like he went on and he lived a life. So factor of fiction. I, I don't know. I mean, I think I know because like, I mean, this is like a fantasy.
1: It's a weird fantasy to have.
0: Maybe, you know, he's early 20s. Maybe like, you know, maybe he was striking out
1: with the local ladies and he. But he's like, you know, the local ladies, they're just not enough for me. They're. I'm looking for something a little different, a little bit more exotic. Right. Something out of this world. Yeah. And he's like, by the way, I like blondes with red armpit hair. Yeah, because
0: so. cause I like I like artificial blondes because I saw her real hair color. Yeah, you know, and all the spots. Right. And um, I just like that because she made a choice. She made a statement.
1: Yeah. And then I, I banged her, twice. <laughs> and, and yeah, she treated me like a stud though. That's all she wanted me for. I felt like a stallion.
0: And what can you imagine, like, guys? Last night I felt like a fucking stallion. Hmm.
1: I barfed though from this gas first, and yes. she wouldn't kiss me. I'm Still bitter about that.
0: Yeah, it's just like if I could kiss an alien. Yeah. Why well, can't like I just want like like just something to know that you know she thought of me. Nope. So I just use I just meat.
1: Yep. Just objectified. I feel so used yeah. and belittled.
0: But, uh, yeah, that's the alien abduction story of uh, Antonio um, Villa or Villa Boaz.
1: Villa Boaz,
0: And, again, this is credited as, as the, um, or some people say, like even though it was revealed after the fact, you know, because how, you know, when it gets, when it ever actually happens and then when it comes out, like the first modern alien abduction story. Seduction story. <sighs>
1: Yeah, I've actually heard this one before. Yeah, I just not in this much detail. No, no, I no.
0: I mean, I figured you may have right, so I figured I'd just dive in, go for it. Oh yeah, do some. I didn't know he wrote a romance novel. It's insane, but I couldn't find more. And even that book had the most, and it was you know available to look at like on the Google Books and stuff. Mm -hmm. That means there's a whole novel written that he has. I don't know where it is, and I tried to find it, but I could only go so deep. And I mean, this was you know one of the. Sources cited in the Wikipedia, so I could go to the source, find the source, try to find the book and get into it. Because right, it's just he's just a man. He's going to town, a stallion going to Plowtown, going to Plowtown, out of this world, out of this world. But yeah, so he likes blondes. Yeah, and he likes blondes. It's fine. He likes blonde. He likes foreign blondes. Yeah, real foreign. Real foreign. (laughs) Real foreign. And then they just take him and his DNA after they have a, I mean,
1: did he ever get any like updates on, you know, like uh, no children came calling from.
0: Yeah, just yeah, it doesn't seem no. like that ever happened. Yeah, nobody came to visit. Like,
1: hello, sir. Do
0: you remember? It's like yeah, I remember. <laughs> Your mom was a bitch. Like, oh my god, cold. He's like, dad.
1: Mm-hmm. She I just, treated me like meat.
0: And, like, his, uh, his other, like, you know, human children. Yeah. Like, he
1: introduces them.
0: This is your older sibling. Like, yeah. what the hell, Dad? This guy, this guy's an alien.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, his mom was an alien, too. But then again, like,
0: <laughs> with these kids, of like, yeah, Dad, we've heard about the alien story. Yeah, Great. you won't shut up about it's it. It's really about. weird
1: that you brag yeah. about that to us. It
0: makes Mom feel real awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you keep talking about it.
1: Yeah. It's saying how she was so much more attractive than anything you've ever seen on this planet.
0: And then like so like you settled for our mother.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then his wife is like,
0: "Stop. Stop asking me. I'm not dying my hair and I'm not covering you with all this Vaseline." <laughs> yeah. That's stupid. We're not doing that.
1: Nope. Tried it once. It was weird yeah. and made a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you you kept asking me to growl at you. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, if you've been abducted <laughs> by an alien, let us know at weirdandfearedpodcast at gmail dot com. Instagram, uh mainly the Instagram, but email's good too. Anchor dot fm slash weird and feared. You can leave us a voice message and tell us your romance novel about how you interacted with an alien.
1: Just do your Toolman. Toolman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just do your Tim Allen impression. Yeah. Speak Toolman. Yeah. Make that a language. Yeah. I don't know, guys, but. If you want to write me a romance novel about an alien, and if you do, I will read it. Yeah. I'll make it a thing. Absolutely. We'll make it a thing. Yep. Maybe make it long enough to fill an hour. We'll give commentary. If you don't like what we say, well, then send it to us. You gotta yeah, that's ex- your fault. <laughs> accept, accept legitimate criticism for yeah. your writing style, but otherwise, let us know. Otherwise, know. that was the probably totally 100% true story of Antonio Villabalas. Yep. There was I forget where I read it, so it's dumb to say it, but like it says like you know conservative you know people modest UFO believers Mm -hmm. believe this to be true. Okay. So like okay cool guys, and like what does that mean though? Like how you know what I mean? Like
1: I mean I right? I can't you can't write it off. I mean because I definitely believe that aliens are out there. So do I. Why? Why wouldn't I guess? Why couldn't one do this? Right. There's no reason they couldn't. It's true. It's just, it's just funny. <laughs> I just, yeah, right. I mean, the, it's just fun to play around with. He's, he's, his. Obs- I mean, it just. I'm gonna get abducted on my way home, and I'll be like, dude, guess what happened? And you're gonna be like, well, I just told you that story. That's bullshit.
0: Oh my god. And we oh. will
1: be like, Whoosh.
0: I hope that happens. Have a good drive home, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. I was covering in lube.
1: I sure <laughs> you yeah. were. All right. After you made all those stupid jokes. Yeah, and they talked like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah. It was okay. weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there was this guy saying I was telling a story about his grandpa. Yeah. He he said we talked about his grandpa. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. You're Anyways. Yeah. All right, guys. Stay Ah oh, god, guys. Stay spooky.
1: Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>